Starting in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Marcy. And I'm Akko. And welcome to the Color Pages Book Club, a bi-weekly podcast that focuses on fiction, fantasy, and magical realism written by writers from colorful backgrounds. <gasps> That's right, y'all. Colorful backgrounds. Indeed. Us. Colorful. Mm-hmm. Also, the backgrounds. Yes. Everything is... It's like a psychedelic drug trip. They're um, equally anyway. correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is, is listening to this podcast ever give us that sensation? We don't know. We don't know your life. Anyway, okay, so... But today, you know, psychedelics aside, is another episode of our Summer Sword series. And that is a series where we focus on other types of literature, Mm -hmm. like plays or stories, short stories or comics or movies even. And sometimes Mm -hmm. songs. What? What? That's wild. What? What? Oh my God, we move it different. And everyone's like, what? is this really that different? Um, <laughs> like, his songs are really that much of a, it's really like a huge leap. And I'm like, yeah, we're just right. really in, innovative and like reinventing we're ourselves. super creative. No one has ever thought to do right. what we do. Y'all didn't see us coming. And it's like, we actually hey. did see you coming. Like, y'all actually <laughs> were like, <laughs> very obvious. Yeah, we actually have been Someone's like, well, I guess if you put time. your book list up, right. we would have saw you coming. Right. But, um, so, anyway. Speaking of no, anyway, <laughs> the book we're reading today, <laughs> the short story we're reading today is um, Audre Lorde's Uses of the Erotic, and this is actually a comparative literature episode. Mm-hmm. So we are going to compare this book, Uses of the Erotic. I'm sorry, short story. I should stop saying book. The short story essay, Uses of the Erotic, to love songs. Ah. Uh. Come on, love songs. Wow. This feels like growth. Because me, like, at the beginning of this podcast, I've been like, love songs, gross, it's a chop, next. (laughs) Literally, like, last thing I want to discuss. We hate her. Um, And now I'm like, that is so earnest. That is so beautiful. (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) to talk about this. Um, But before we get into that, Akko, I am curious, like, how do we get here? Like... What made you choose like, yeah. use of the erotic in like, yeah, this comparative literature moment? Yeah. So a couple of things. The first thing is I really, when I first read Uses of the Erotic by Audre Lorde, I cheated a little bit. I've read this essay before. I read it, I think, in law school was the first mm. time I read it. Um, maybe earlier, maybe undergrad. But I think for me, a book about the erotic as outside of the themes I've been taught in like this Western mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, whatever, puritanical Christian schema, colonial, whatever, was really was really liberating to me. Like, especially as someone who's like, you know, as a black woman growing up in like the 90s, early 2000s, late 2000s, whatever thousands year mm-hmm. I was in right. <laughs> when I was growing up. There's a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of objectification of particularly the black female body, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of the, you know, it, it extortion, a lot of like the black female sexuality as a commodity for other people mm. that was not me <laughs> or mm-hmm. the, the black woman. Um, mm. And, you know, obviously that has a history of racism and sexism, massage mm-hmm. noir, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I found it be to be particular. And, you know, all races of women face uh, sexism. But I do think, especially in America, the projection of both hypersexuality but also disgust on the black mm-hmm. female body is pretty intense Mm -hmm. and like i think a lot of people and i'm actually laying this at the feet of the oppressor not the oppressed (laughs) i think of a lot of the oppressed um oppressor like don't take responsibility for how that infects their mindset and Mm. their views and they they think 
when they come to a person who fits that description, that it's that person who is eliciting that response as opposed to them who's internalized a script about sex and sexuality. And so they feel no need to introspect about that and then Mm. put on the oppressor the need to like explain, address, or differentiate themselves from their incorrect projection. Mm -hmm. So the uses of the erotic was really wonderful to me because it's a schema of sexuality and well really the erotic which i think is even bigger than sexuality outside of that lens which was super freeing the Mm. reason i chose love stories so originally we're going to do a comparative literature with a poem written by a black man who was talking about you know the the projection of black masculinity and that projection of in the 90s and early 2000s and 80s as well, of Mm. of violence, right? And then the use as sort of this outlet and projection of, again, America and Western society's idea of of all we can be, like Mm -hmm. of that that flattening into into not this fully formed transcendental person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that would have been good. But then I was like, instead of (laughs) doing that, I want to just negate both of these. <laughs> mm. So I would just, I just want to f- to put into practice because those schemas are one, new, were, then, our souls, <laughs> and two, mm. wrong. So I mm. was like, I could spend a whole episode fighting that schema, but that schema isn't real. So we're just going to wade in the waters of a much more transcendental schema which is in actuality the the real schema of black people is Mm. this transcendental beautiful history of you know philosophical and embodied love Mm. so yeah so that is that is why i chose this comparison if that makes any sense that's does make a lot of sense and that is a journey um i had no idea that this was sort of the the trajectory of how we got here but i i I love what you're saying about just like just and you've said it before right but like just you know these these schemas these ideologies these like modes of thinking and relating to our bodies and other people are, are, are newer than just like kind of the inherent truth of of ourselves and like it's funny because like i've this is one of those moments where i'm just like um is it a chop for me you know what i mean because like i (laughs) i've heard of uses of the erotic forever i think i was in college when you were telling me about this essay and i was like ah yes 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 and i would like see quotes from it a lot (laughs) and people would reference it a lot and i'd be like like, to the point where like have you ever had that moment where like so many people have read something in your life and talk about it that you've convinced yourself that you've also read it but then you realize you've never actually did like you just know about it because people talk about mm-hmm. it a lot this was that for me so i'm like so that's I was, how i feel about foucault mm. just i don't i have never read foucault and i will quote it as if i know right. anything about it. i've never i don't know anything about it um, i would say <laughs> I was literally in a writing circle last summer and I referenced uses of the erotic. And now looking back, I'm like, I think the way I referenced it made sense, but like, I don't fucking know. I didn't, I hadn't read it yet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, just like, what? Like the audacity, like, it's just, no, like it's, it's definitely that for me, but also it is such a revolutionary piece. And so of course, like it, yeah. it, it it's, it, it makes sense that like, it's such a timely piece that people still reference a lot. I mean, that, that is still such an empowering yeah. force. So so yeah, that's dope. Oh, I'm so excited to get it. Oh, I'm so excited to get it. I know. This. I'm very excited. Speaking of getting into it, I yes. have a question. Yes. What is your question, friend? First of all, I just want to point out our personal growth because you're right. When we started this podcast, I would be much more, I would be, have been much more shy mm-hmm. about a discussion about the erotic, just referencing our first, what was it? Trans masks. Um, it? Trans- yeah, the summer short. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Ambrosia. It was um, Ambrosia, a trans mask like erotic comic um, anthology. Anthology. There we go. That's not the official title, yeah. but but y'all y'all can find the official title. But yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember this. Yeah, I I think I've had a lot of um, growth since then. But okay, so 
not that wasn't the question. The question was in this <laughs> short story, the opening line is there are many kinds of power used and unused, acknowledged and unacknowledged. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of ask you, what are powers that you think are used and acknowledged? And what are powers that you think are unused and unacknowledged? Mm. Oh my God, this is like, shit, that's a question. Okay. Yeah. What are powers that are used and acknowledged and ones that are unused and unacknowledged? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Um, I think as far as, I guess I'll start with the used and, and acknowledged. So it's, it's interesting. I'm trying to figure out how I want to answer this. Like, do I want to answer it as far, as, and this is just me like extrapolating out loud. You don't necessarily have to respond, but like just... Like, do I want to answer this as far as, like, just broader societal thought or, like, what the zeitgeist Mm. says is true? Or is it, like, what I think to be true or what I have witnessed in my own life? We'll just jump in. So, I think as far as, like, like from a a mainstream point of view, like, I feel like, I mean, I think we we, we could take this, like, on on a physical understanding, right? Like, I think the, the, like, the ways in which we define strength or what is seen as, like, you know having physical prowess i think it's something that you know it's mm. is generally seen as like like an actual form power. of power to be able to like yeah. i don't know have a body that that does things <laughs> that are i guess seen as like exceptional or running quote unquote more optimally than a body that doesn't i think also too the ways in which we codify strength are incredibly gendered and un and not like fully taking into account the different abilities and 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 I don't want to say mm-hmm. strengths because that feels like reductive, but like the different capacities that people have for for different types of activities, yeah. right? I think there's for, certainly a bias towards like, I mean, I mean, men, right? <laughs> it's just like or like people that are male bodied, like the ways in which, for instance, like people will see like oh, like someone having a lot of upper body strength is just being like a total mm-hmm. like. Like that is the, the that is the one thing that quote unquote makes you stronger than somebody else. When it's like that is literally right. just one that is a very specific zonal locational thing, and even that does not like like that that's not that that doesn't take into account so many other things, right? So like I feel like there's just right. So I think that's one piece. There's um I would say hmm, other forms of power that are acknowledged. I would say oh this is God this is such a hard question. I don't know why this is so difficult. <laughs> Other forms of power that are acknowledged. I mean, I think any sort of power that lends itself towards like, I mean, we also live under capitalism. So I feel like just, I don't know, mm, exploitation, money. like the ability to, I guess like. Yeah, you're right. Like, make people be cruel. Maybe not like um, it's seen as a power to, to like, lack empathy and right. to be able to put people or get or get, get away with using people to your advantage right, right right like exploiting whatever your workers or getting away with not paying people their wages right and that's seen as like <laughs> he was they were you know he she they were so they were so cunning. They were able to trick the system mm. and exploit these people out of their money. And you're like, wow. Right. It seems almost like um, a distortion of like the trickster. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the trickster narrative has like existed for, I'm sure, as long as humans have been telling stories. But typically there's there's something, it's, there's always something like, um, they're they're kind of divorced from, status you know what i mean like yeah. there, there's something there's either something but but lately i feel like it's the trickster without the fun <laughs> it's just it's just exploitation like and, and like the trickster archetype usually has some wit to them whereas mm. now the wit is that you exploited like right <laughs> like that you successfully exploited means you're smart not that you're smart and so you got something and you're like but a lot of times it's like well were you just did you just come from money or are you right. just white and a man right you just <laughs> or just oh of the oppressor group whatever you know literally um <laughs> no yeah no very that right like just like the ability to yeah like command a room and like manipulate and like make people quote unquote follow you or like i don't know just like have some level of dominion over people i think is seen as like a form of power and like that's something that like holds currency 
I guess we're we're not saying, or at least I'm not saying that that necessarily these powers are good or bad. I mean, I think that you know, expectation is obviously bad, but I, I don't think the core, you know, I like the quote says there are many types of knowledge. I'm sorry. There are many types of powers used and unused, acknowledged and, and otherwise. I, I think it's, I think my frustration comes from the fact that, that, that we have decided that there aren't, that there's only, <laughs> there's only three types of power <laughs> and everything else is weakness. And then mm. not only that, but like, because we limit any other types of, ideas of power we take the the powers that we acknowledge to this like disgusting almost distorted not almost disgusting and distorted extreme mm, you know so yeah. like physical prowess wouldn't be a problem and has its advantages and uses right but it's not it's just not the only power right. that there is like cunning ability to exploit your your community <laughs> right. i'm not not sure i'm seeing the upsides on that one but um right. you know, I, did, <laughs> right. I think i might have biased the the point i might have poisoned the well on that one but i'm sorry continue yeah no and and, and and agreed right like it's just like i mean folks are gonna have different you know capacity for different things or you know certain skill sets or whatever that like maybe lend themselves to like you know things that may become a little bit easier to people but like to your point that shouldn't the extrapolation that you know that then makes someone more inherently valuable than someone else because they offer right. a particular form of power or strength or at the very least that is being recognized widely for whatever reason to more so than for someone else is like not that's not like that yeah you know, obviously like that value judgment like there's no like that part is is not great and i think as far as like power that's like often unex like unacknowledged um or unused this is interesting because I, I was gonna say i feel like and this kind of actually lends itself to the erotic honestly but like the even just like creative potential or like mm. creative power like artistic expression and, and self-expression yeah. and things like that i think i feel like that's kind of in the middle a little bit for me because i feel like on a on a I think in my own life, you know, I, I obviously see the ways in which that is like acknowledged and, and seen as powerful and revolutionary and important. But I think also too often, you know, we look at like artistic mediums as things that are like, you know, kind of supplemental, nice or, like things have. that, right, like nice to have, but like not essential to like a mm -hmm. culture or and like not a philosophy. powerful, right, in themselves. And I'm Which like, is wild because I mean, just watch the reaction people have to any type they change the race of a character right that is you know or like the fact that there was so much pushback about like wakanda not being real when you have mm. so much you know white media that is also not real because and again i am taking this from tennessee coats the one time i saw them him <laughs> i'm sorry the one time i saw him in person which i quote mm. all the time where he was like people were so upset about it because to control the creative to control mm -hmm. the imagination is a power. And the oppressor knows that. If right. I can control your imagination of your essence or mm -hmm. just your imagination in general, I I am making you think in my schema. And if I'm making you think in my schema, I can hierarchy you, mm -hmm. you know, less than me. So it's like, it is hilarious that we disregard the creative. And I think part of the reason we disregard it is because we know how powerful it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This idea that the oppressed is like, and I was, I'm, I'm reading pedagogy of the oppressed. So maybe that's coming out here, but like the idea mm -hmm. that the oppressed are, don't work hard or are lazy or can't have thought up something so brilliant or have advanced anything or have philosophical schemas like that's mm -hmm. that's disempowering right? right but you can't disempower something that has no power mm, anyway yeah. right i continue i'm sorry yeah no like no i, I and that's that's exactly it right like that's and, and that's why i was like conflicted because i was like like it is right and people do acknowledge that and that's why to your point like you know when we ban media when we ban books or you know otherwise try mm. to limit creative expression or like whose voices are actually being heard then like yeah that that we, we because i'm saying we as in like a i don't know that's i, I might want to it's not like a like a like i'm trying to take the side of the oppressor necessarily but like right. you know like when when a society I, I will say when a society does that right that, that is the acknowledgement that like 
Okay, yeah, this does hold power. This does hold like a lot of significance. I'm trying to think of like I, I want to give at least one more that is like unused and unexamined. Um, maybe like I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like. Why is this like the hardest question you've ever asked? I, I honestly, it's, it's uh, honestly hard. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. a it's a hard question. I, I'm I'm really like, I think in in this maybe kind of, <laughs> I think sometimes I, I, the the only thing that's coming to mind right now, which is I mean I might in five minutes be like, wow, I can't believe I said that on the internet. Um, but even just like, and then maybe this is like just an extension of like um emotional expression. But I feel like a power that's certainly mm. not always examined is like just the power to like keep it together sometimes <laughs> like you know like, you, <laughs> Hell you, yeah. like have you ever been in a situation where, like it's, I, I find i find that this happens the most to me at work where it's like someone either just has you really fucked up or like it's just like something wild af is happening and like you're it's like the ability to just like hold your face and like not yep. <laughs> just like like either burst out laughing depending on what what the context is or fully just like go in right then and there i feel like that i i think the 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 ability to be to to have either the foresight or the self like like the 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 self-control or whatever to just like to not fully say exactly what it is you want to say in that moment just because strategically for whatever reason that may not be lead to the most optimal outcome i think sometimes people will will be like oh well just like express yourself like you should just say whatever you want to say and like it's like yes like there there are times when like you know that that's going to be really important and really necessary but there are other times where it's just like listen sometimes you just gotta be like what the like in the moment just be like "Mm -hmm." and then after it's be like what the fuck huh like it's just like (laughs) that is that is that is wild that that happened or that this person said that and to be able to... I think that's a brilliant one. Thank you. No, thank you. I, I It's funny. We were, we were talking about this recently, but like I um, I was actually in a situation with someone recently where like they actually fully, like 100%, 360 degrees, 24-7 had me <laughs> fucked up, but I needed something from them. So I was like, you know what? I... You are coming at me wild right now, and I want... I want... Oh, I want to throw this energy back, but... I won't because I have a goal and that goal is this. And so I'm going to like try to taper my response, let water off a duck's back. I'm not going to do too much. Um, and it all worked out. So I'm like, you know, I think that's actually a very, and it was funny because I remember talking to my therapist about it and like, she was just like, you know, I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Sometimes I wish I like just said more what was on my mind or like, you know, but like fell more into conflict. And she's like, I mean, I think you, you have a fine relationship with conflict. I think it's just like you, you're able to discern when mm-hmm. strategically it's more helpful to to have a different approach or like to have a different aura because like that was serviceable in that situation i'm like huh thank yeah. you for that reframe i really appreciate that so anyway i really like that one thank you for a couple of reasons one i think i also have had there have been you know i'm thinking of a, of a particular situation where I, I for a long time coded that as my restraint, which I think is what you're referring to as a weakness. Mm -hmm. But I actually think, first of all, the world runs on restraint. It really does. I know everyone (laughs) thinks... (laughs) Because seriously, like you go outside right now, you will find that most of the reasons things don't go sideways is because someone said, you know, I'm not going to do that. And I actually think that's a nexus or a component of compassion that we mm. all kind of know and don't think about. But think about it, the amount of times where you're like, hmm, no. Like, I just, no. and it's almost like, it's almost like a grace for people. Like, you know, like you just, you're just not going to do. It. And sometimes it's like, it's just too much effort and trouble for me to get into it with you. And it's sure. But I also think there is an underlying sense of, of compassion and grace there. But, and, mm. but I do think it's, it's restraint is is a strength that we overlook or or don't acknowledge. It kind of reminds me of Giovanni's room when he says something like, do you think you could do this to me if I didn't love you? (laughs) Do you Mm. think I don't know what you're doing? I see what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I'm just not going to do anything about what you're doing. That's a choice I'm making. That's very powerful. And the other person thinks that they're the one with more power, but you're that's an allowance i'm allowing you (laughs) to feel that way Mm. um and i think you know sometimes it's because it's more strategic 
not to. But sometimes it's also I, I think there's like I think there's something very erotic about restraint. I think that's that's Oh, come on now. To be able to move in that energy of just allowing someone to do what they're doing. I think that's it's definitely a power. I think it's or even think about the fact that like when you're babysitting a kid and they're really or a teenager or anyone who's younger than you, if you're ever in that situation and they're just talking to you kind of wild and you're sitting there and you're (laughs) like, you don't, you've been alive for like a quarter of the time I've been alive. And they're just, Mm. they're just talking (laughs) and they're super confident in it. You know, how many times Mm. has an older person just let you do what you're doing until you're finished? And then they're like, you done? And you're like, yeah, I'm finished. And they're like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, I I think there's a lot of, I actually think you embody that 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 level of power a mm. lot. And I think it's, it's, very, it's a very quiet power. But I think people, when you can see it, it you like, it, it, there's something very confident, very stable about it, like a tree in the forest, you know? Mm. It's very earthy. Okay, I should talk about mine. Um, I think violence is a really obvious power. I think we indulge in it way too much. Yeah. I do want to talk about the unacknowledged power. Well, and I do think another power that's unacknowledged that I don't think is good, though, is like uh, subtle manipulation. Yeah. Especially the people we allow to do that. Do you remember those videos where those women, and I'm sorry, they were typically white women, were showing how easily they could fake crying? And everyone was like, it's giving Emmett Till's murder, right? <laughs> like, it's giving, you know, you don't, please stop doing that because you are going to get, a, you're right. You are going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. You are correct. And that is a power. And I really do think people who have that power should think about it because they've gotten a lot of people killed mm-hmm. on that. And right. it's not just white women, but that's in the American schema that has been the history. But I don't, I don't, I'm not going to limit it to just them because I think there's a bigger power there, which is to the ability to convince people that you are a damsel in distress, for lack of a better term. Right. A uh, mark in dismay. I don't know. Okay. Um, I think intimacy is an unacknowledged power. Hmm. I think there's a strength in being intimate. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think there is a strength in vulnerability. Oh, damn. That's such a good one. That Oh, that is such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of what this book, this, this essay is sort of saying. Mm. Um, okay. Well, that's enough of that. We are going to take a break. <laughs> i think this is a topic i honestly think this is a topic we could always come back to and talk about again and i probably would in the future because i think there's more to be said about it i just can't it's a hard question and i think it's hard because it asks you to look at what you don't see Mm, right exactly you don't think about so because i'm like what are even the powers that i don't even like I can recognize, oh, maybe society doesn't recognize this, but like, I mean, what are my own areas where it's like, I'm not even recognizing a certain power that I, that exists. Yeah. I kind of want to write down a whole list. So maybe I'll come back to this one day with a different question. Okay. So, or same question, different answer. All right. So, but pitting for now because it's time for a break. So we will be back. Sounds good. See you on a bit. All right, beautiful people. Um, so we did, I feel like we did a primer to the Audrey Lord piece of this. Um, Come on, primer. If you want to, yeah, a little primer. Right. I, and, okay, so let me give a, a quote real quick about the definition she gives that I think kind of frames this. So she says, the erotic is a measure between the beginning of our sense of self and the chaos of our strongest feelings is an internal sense of satisfaction to which, once we experience, we know we can aspire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, So I think that kind of is the first part of this, 
what it is, you know, the sense of self and the, mm. you know, the beginning of the sense of self and the chaos of her being. It's kind of like a birthing. It's something very, yeah. I, I think that's a good point that encompasses the essay. And then the second point is um, to refuse to be conscious of what we are feeling at any time however comfortable that might seem, is to deny a large part of the experience and to allow ourselves to be reduced to the pornographic, the abused, and the absurd. Mm. Uh, and so that's what those two points, the expansiveness of ourselves on an existential level, on mm. a euphoric, almost orgasmic level, one could say, mm. and the contrast of that to this sort of flattening Mm-hmm. pornographic, absurd, abused. Mm-hmm. Really by that, I just mean that flattening. Um, right. So getting into our song choices mm-hmm. with that schema, Marcy, can I ask what your first song choice was? Yes, yes. Okay. So I, this is a surprise to zero people if you've been listening to this podcast for more than three minutes but i'm very much an old school head so i was like okay like what are some like you know throwback like you know old school songs that i could like pick up that like kind of touches on this theme and so the first one that i chose is a song called dance and in parentheses disco heat by sylvester um okay and the song is just it's just a fucking like i'm sorry just quick aside like (sighs) i just wish that like i don't know like going out now was how it was <laughs> in the past it seems because like i don't know child like i just i think about when we were reading um what was that book uh black of the berry and like old girl was talking about like how she went to the club and they had like an intermission and they all like ate mm-hmm. food and shit and they like had some food right and they were just like the dancing just seemed like it was it and i was like damn like i feel like going out used to be the t- whatever it's and it's so fun child. anyway so um <laughs> i yeah so basically the song is about um just basically being out it's like you're you're i'm actually just gonna read some of the lyrics i think that'll be that'll be probably just the help helpful to start so me non-rhythmically just sort of reading the lyrics uh, it reads working on my feet in the disco heat dancing through the night till morning light shines on me again music makes me dance 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 dancing's total freedom be yourself and choose your feeling Come on, get up, want to see some swinging, swaying, moving, grooving, sliding, gliding, rocking, reeling. Come on, get up, everybody dance. And basically, it just kind of like speaks to that theme throughout. And I think what I really appreciated about it was just that like, there's a, there's both a collective and individual euphoria that I think is present in, in this. And I think also too, it's it's nice because I mean, also dance is something that like, you know, I really resonate with. I, I it, That's a medium that really speaks to me. And so I think for just seeing the, like this idea of just being yourself, choosing your feeling and like, having that intention despite being in like a social space and like even just the description of like just like i'm sliding and grooving and gliding and just doing all like it's like this unrestrained just expression of self but also in response right an embodiment but also like dancing with each other right like at the beginning of the song it's like we hear like a like a like a spoken part between sylvester and like someone else where basically there's like a they're just like, oh, like, girl, let's dance. Like, let's, you know, like, let, like, there's like a quick, like, flirty moment and, like, you know, folks just go out dancing. And it's just, I don't know. I think that, that, that's to me, I think really encapsulates, yeah, just like kind of what we're talking about a little bit, like in, in one particular yeah. way, of course. But like, it's just like this idea of just like, I like that the, there's still a focus on community and that even being in community doesn't have to, doesn't have to represent a reduction of truth, right? Like, it's just like, mm. I can still be at my, I can still be myself. I can still, express the way I want to and and if anything community is going to help to bolster that or make me feel even more empowered in that which which is I don't know I think that's a really beautiful um feeling and sensation which is which is really dope so yeah um, I think doesn't I I feel like dancing in a group encapsulates a certain power right I think it mm -hmm. is a physical embodiment of like you said euphoria joy Mm -hmm. social connection Mm -hmm. you know like you said community I think there's and and as you said there's the individual embodiment of your rhythm Mm -hmm. in tune with the rhythm of the people around you right like i remember i got so frustrated with the boy once because i was (laughs) i was trying to i was trying to wait look (laughs) i'm african marcy loves to dance and i'm african i know none of us have ever said this to y'all on this podcast (laughs) 
dance. <laughs> Africans, we dance. I'm right. sorry. I don't, I cannot. And the, that goes for the diaspora too. We dance, yep. people. I can't. Mm-hmm. And it's not about anything else. It's just a essential part of existing. And mm. so rhythm, I'm not saying you have to have rhythm, but I mean, just a 4-4 a four, four count, my guy. A 3-4 right. count. Whatever. I'm <laughs> not asking four, for miracles. <laughs> Jesus, right. I just rock back and forth. But I, I kept trying to like get this person on the beat. And I got to the point where I got frustrated, not because they weren't doing it, I got frustrated because I was like, I don't think you respect the rhythm. Like, mm. I don't, we're not, you, you're not, I need you to, I need you to be in time with me because then we're vibing. Like, then you right. and I are in sync. Like, and we mm. need to be in sync so we can, like, it's not just about not knowing how to dance. Like, I don't care. And my, what's bothering me is that we're not, you're, you're refusing to connect with me. And mm. with being in sync with my rhythm would be connecting with me. Come the and fuck like, on. Yes. So I think I think dance and I think that's really important to the social whatever mm-hmm. cohesion. I think but like disco music really right that was part of the revolutionary part of mm-hmm. it was the 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 joy right. and the community building. That's mm-hmm. part of that it's not just a revolution that we're trying to fight the man. Yeah, right. we want to do that. But we want to fight them because the thing, the substance, the rhythm, the connection of us is so beautiful. We're trying mm-hmm. to keep that because that's the our you know transcendental humanity i I think you know yeah yeah um that is friend that is the most i think that's like the most beautiful way i've heard that described before honestly like with the with the beat and being in sync and like that's just i i I love i absolutely love the way you put that um because that's exactly it right like there's something that happens when it's like okay we are all in time with each other it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like a it invites like okay we're like we can move somewhere together now um yeah and it's not to say that like we have like that and, and i think for some people it's like a oh well like if i'm doing everything with y'all then like that's taking away from my freedom and it's like i mean no, no. because like we can uh, though they're not mutually exclusive right it's like we can be i can be in time with the music with each other connecting right and in the same at the same time be my freest self and how i'm expressing yes. myself like we can we can and if anything the there is nothing like just being in a space where it's like everyone is just inviting each other to like just connect with like whatever the fuck child i yes. so quick aside um i don't know if i've like formally said this on the podcast if i have my bad but um you know i've been getting really into like whacking and stuff recently right and whacking mm-hmm. historically was done to to disco music a very very queer poc dance and there's just something about like just in being in a space where it's like we're all listening to a song Folks are hitting the exact same beats, the exact same, you know, like poses at the same time. There's something a little bit different about every single person, but we are all in sync with each other. And there's just something about like, even like now, like going out, um, you know, whacking with other people and just the spectacle of it. Like just being like, yes, like this is fun, but like us as a group, I've literally Mm -hmm. seen people be like, what the fuck? Like literally stop, pause, look over and be like, what is happening? What am I even looking at? Right. Like this is, yeah, this is wild. (laughs) Um, it is not even to say that like it has to be on something that's always like a, like a a spectacle per se, but there's just something about being in such a like just in time with people where it's like, Mm -hmm. like, it's telepathic. Exactly. And like, I, you know, I find that when, you know, the, the, I think the best thing that like allowed me to really, dance and enjoy that process was when i finally just kind of decided to like you know like it doesn't have to look good like once i told myself like oh like this it looks however it looks who gives a fuck like back in like i don't know high school or whatever i decided that like i'm i want to try dancing and like actually connecting with this energy i was like oh like now I just feel so much freer. Like, it's like, I don't have to care about like the shape or the aesthetic or like, oh, is this like blah, blah, blah. It's like, I can just move. And honestly, to this day, I'll watch, people will will send me videos of like, I don't know, just be on the dance floor, just like doing different things. And like, sometimes I'm like, oh, come on, like, bitch, you better work. (laughs) And then like other times I'm like, girl, what the fuck? What is, what is, it's yeah. giving flamingo it's giving peacock mm-hmm. it's giving what kind of bird like what the fuck am i what? even looking at right now but also you were in it and i live like this is beautiful like i love this mm-hmm. um so i don't know i think that's just I, I i this song really resonated with me and i just was like i i feel like i should just speak to it so yes so that was my first song but um what about you friends yeah okay so i'm 
first of all just to like be that person who like has to be that person but i really i'm glad i kind of knew you're gonna choose like a 70s disco motown <laughs> right song because i know you but i also i also wanted you to because i do think there's there's a a, a, a black black joy revolutionariness in this music mm, right that yeah, counteracts yeah. the stereotypes and the flattening right the mm. the making the making of us as absurd and pornographic and exploited exploited right like that's really what i love a, a, about that era and i think a lot of mm. of of you know it, it it's both a continuation of like blues and jazz and everything but then also births from it you know like new age music that we have now like mm. yeah but the one so i'm like i'm gonna keep on the motown theme for a second here like mm. also I, I also wanted to reference you know michael jackson's um rock with you I, I, something yeah. about that has that same feeling you know when he's like you gotta feel that Mm-hmm. we go yeah, ride but you know like there's right. something yeah it's like very like you know i don't know it's very like get let's get everyone get in line like in tune and like let's just like sway with this real fast like let's mm-hmm. just be here <laughs> right anyway so like i feel like it's that same moment of like first there's like lots of consent like i don't know and then it's also like people in tune with each other okay so but that's not my song the, the next the song <laughs> i was gonna choose is I have so many. I could do this for hours, but the one I was going to choose is "I'll Be There" by the the Jackson Five, and mm. the the reason I'm choosing it to go along with the the the, the essay is I was re-listening to it and I realized that it's actually like a deeply existential song that's not really about. I mean, it is a I think it is like a romance song, but like mm-hmm. it like deeply dives into love, and it's written by you know it's written by like. I think three black men, adult black men in the Motown era. And of course it's sung by, by Michael Jackson when he's like 11, mm-hmm. but this, the beginning, I really love, I've actually been thinking about this for weeks. So the beginning goes, um, I'm not going to sing this one cause I'm not going to embarrass myself, but it, <laughs> it goes, uh, you and I, <laughs> you and I must make a pact. We must bring salvation back where there is love. I'll be there. Mm. and i i don't know why but this first line one about making a pact and and two about salvation and then this is like really there's something like it was when i listened to it again i was like super deeply moved by it Mm -hmm. like the idea of salvation as a concept which is probably Mm -hmm. a whole different episode but then this next line right under it so we're talking about pact and salvation. And the next mm. line is where there is love, I'll be there. Like mm. that's so, that's not even physical form. That's like, that's, that's like God. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like where there is like, it's so ethereal. It's so mm. all encompassing. It's so, you could, you could say that to anyone, you know, like, right. I don't know. It makes me think of like people who've passed away. It makes me think of people I can't see anymore or mm. for whatever reason. It makes me think of just this I this this idea that like if the, if you feel love, I am there. <laughs> yeah. With you or whoever is not there is there. And then and then just this like idea of salvation like it, in love and a pact to being completely intertwined like mm. i couldn't figure out a good definition of it i kept trying to look it up it's like you know getting back on the right path and then there i, I don't know all i could get mm. out of it was healing right like mm. it almost just felt like you and i should agree should consent to to healing each other to being mm. in, back in the space of joy and the yeah. avenue for that is this ethereal feeling of love, which is mm. everywhere and can always be tapped into. You know, anyway, I was so, I was like... Damn, that is, wow. <laughs> and then it's it's so counter. Again, it just, it completely bursts, it can't nullifies. It doesn't even look in the same solar system uh, of, of, of what the oppressor tries to make of, of blackness and black men, you know? Mm. Um, then like the lines are so gorgeous and it's like i'll be there to comfort you build my world of dreams around you i'm so glad that i find found you i'll be mm. there with love that's strong i'll be your strength i'll keep holding on like it's so 
I think some people could see this as weak, right? Like as mm. what's the word they use? Simping. Mm. <laughs> but like it's <laughs> Not such a simping child. Oh God. <laughs> but it's such a vulnerable like to say like uh, to be in such a place of vulnerable, honest, earnest a desire. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a that's what what I say there, a power is unknown or unacknowledged. Like that is a power that grows forests that's Mm. a power that moves mountains that's a power that transcends death like i i don't know i think it's Mm. it's 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 so anyway i was really i don't know i was really i I just and then i listened to the song a bunch of times and cried a bunch of times clearly i was in my feelings (laughs) that's so wow Um, but yeah i really was moved and again it's 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 the motown era right like it's this, I think the song was released in 1970. Like, what's happening? Like, MLK's just been killed. I'm pretty sure Malcolm mm. X has been killed. Like, the mm. riots. The, yeah. There is so much pain happening in the midst of the civil rights movement. I mean, James Baldwin writes about it. Like, mm-hmm. even the Gilda stories, we kind of see. Like, But, like, yeah. to move to, like, for there to be so much love there. Like, mm. I just, God, it is a power that is breathtaking so mm-hmm. anyway i yeah yeah and you know wow i that's just so beautiful <laughs> that's so beautiful <laughs> and i just i there's so much to there's so much i, I want to say to that i i feel like to your point about you know making a pact and bringing back salvation it's just I love the embodiment of that as a concept that like salvation is not something that we seek or have to find, but it's like something in ourselves, something that we can collectively create. Um, I feel like that's something that's really poignant. Um, right. And I think it just speaks to the potentiality of people and, and the power of people, right. In a way that just is, is so moving. And I think it's, it's so funny because this is actually low key, a perfect segue to my second song, but like, I, I, I feel like, God, I just, I, I love, it's so interesting because I feel like with love songs, like people can, like, I, I, it's me, I'm, hi, my name is The Problem, you know, like, I, I very much used to be, like, I'm like, oh my God, this shit is corny AF, like, child, you're talking about I'll move mountains, I'll protect you, be your strength, like, oh, uh, like, my love, it's like, okay, girl, like, I would just, like, literally roll my eyes until I, like, saw my brain, like, this is corny as fuck. Um, why are you like this and and, and now it's like i don't know like i just there's something so resonant and powerful about again just that vulnerability not this like okay despite myself i guess i will like you know admit these feelings but to just be so moved by someone facts but like just like intrigued by someone fascinated like inspired just like in love with somebody or something or just a group of people right like just to to be so swept in a feeling that you can like see yourself transcending into like different spaces or like you just you feel like this almost other i don't want to say otherworldly because it it, it is what i feel like this world is about right you know like just this, this 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 inherent force to like really to, to just show that care to 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 try to to almost like jump out of one's skin to like express it is just so beautiful it just it, it's 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 such a i don't yeah. know that's it's truly one of the most pa- like i mean beyond just power it's just it's, it's just it's purposeful meaning it, 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 it meaningful yeah. fulfilling it's like i'm like oh like i think this is like i think this is what life is friends like i think this is like you know like the 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 idea is to like be on this plane like at the very least as much yes. as possible like and it's, it doesn't always have to be of course like romantic or sexual but like just to to move in a space of love like it's just like that's just such a it's such a resonant place to be and i just i i i i love i love this um so much so as far as my second song um it's literally <laughs> it's literally <laughs> called it's literally called my love is free um by double exposure also Ooh. very much a old school like, again i was just like i'm just I, i'm gonna just stay true to who i am um and just make another old school reference but this song to put a quick synopsis basically it's about like like i'm pretty yeah it's, it's about like it's like a ro- it's like a romance song like it's like the the singer is like in love with this woman and like he is just very 
like literally is just it's, it's kind of on a similar tip of like you know i kind of like an i'll always be there, there for you type like i like my love yeah. is always here it's always abundant like anytime you might need me every like i, I am like basically i am there for you right and it's funny because you, and you it's mentioned anti-capitalist right it's like i'm I like that i like there's a it's, it's a it's a level of dedication that like I'll have to read through the lyrics one more time to see if, like, if it's if it's to like at the detriment of oneself. But I didn't really take it that way when I first was listening to mm-hmm. it. Like, I was kind of like, okay, like this just it, this just reads as someone who's just like very very passionately feeling what they feel. So just to give some quick lyrics, so um, it starts with um, again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speak it because child me singing, hold on. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it reads, "Don't need no money, just call my name and I'll be there, honey, and I'll ease the pain." If you had a million, I wouldn't take it. It's simple. Can't you see? Because you're worth more than that. You can get it in a time, Aww. girl. So can't. So come and get it from me. My love, my love, my love is free, free, free. What a feeling love is. And then when you go uh. down, like towards the end of the song, um, it reads, Sometimes I get a little trouble and sometimes I get so blue. But every time I get mixed up inside, I think of love I have for you and I've got... And I've... I got to be free. And so... It's just, I'm just like, I, I just love, again, this concept of just being so, just so unabashed. And, and I think yeah. maybe this is something that's resonant for me, particularly right now, because like, I, I, I really want to tap into that space, right? Like just being yeah. so just swept in like feeling. foolishly just be- in love yeah like just full like yeah. foolishly like just corny as fuck like i just like i want to be in that space where it's like i i'm in it and i and i and maybe you don't always understand it or you don't always know what, you're, the, what the fuck you're doing but like to just to just feel it you're anyway like it's a to wave just, and i'm riding it right to just experience it regardless to just to, to just put yourself in a capacity to to feel that much it's just so mm-hmm resonant and it just it's just really beautiful and like honestly like i i'm i'm glad that i've changed my relationship with this idea as a concept um and just become much more like yeah moved away from some of that like you know psychic patriarchy this is and, silly. Like, other shit. right you know like it's just like this is like what yeah it's like, silly it's, everything's silly living right. is silly yeah so that's what you get you get older i i I think to your point when you're younger and that's why there's there's grace for youth like right like when you're younger and i was like this too me and you were on the same train we've been on the same train but um, literally literally been on the same train (laughs) every single time but um you you, when you're younger there's a a self-protectiveness probably from being hurt sometimes from being vulnerable and having that neglected or unmet and there's also i think a, a cockiness when you start to think you understand life, you know, and it hits mm. you in waves. You get it when you're a teenager you get it again when you're in your mid twenties, I'll probably get it again in like a year or so I'm doing it. So I think I just had one. I'll probably have another, you know what I mean? Where you, <laughs> right. you just like uh, everything you think is toppled over and you have to just come face to face with the fact that existence is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when you're younger, you hold, you cling on to like, I'm not going to make those mistakes. I'm not going to get swept up in something because it gives you a sense of false confidence. And you need that false confidence, right? To do what you're doing at the time. But Mm. I think the whole, honestly, where I see, I think everything in life at this point in my life, it's just a matter of timing. It's just Mm. time. There are times to be overly confident. There are times to be humbled. There's times to be a fool in love. There are times to think straight. There are times to do whatever you know and i think yeah. i i like that I, I i i like what you're saying about being moved into a new eon of love one could say but i think it um it doesn't i i you know i think young marcy was also figuring it out just from a different perspective that's true and and also young marcy like i mean very that right like just like had just gone through some hard things and was just like i just I want to protect myself. I don't want to, you know, go through bad experiences. So it all it all has context. It's not like I was just like, I'm going to be the fucking coolest person here. Like, it was just like, I just, just don't want to be hurt. There's something lovely about that expression of, of you. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. I think that's that's part of it. Like, that's just another 
stage of a, of, of a flower or something, whatever. That sounds silly, but you know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like when I've been in a headspace, particularly like feeling uh, uh, like romantically, right? Like where I've been like, I am just like so into this person. I'm just like so moved. Like I'm doing head ass shit because I'm just so into this. Part. Like it's like, even if it didn't work out, I just, I don't know. There's just something really remarkable about that. Like I just, I don't know. I look back oh, yeah. at that and I I'm agree. just like, this is, I don't dislike the person that I am when I feel that strongly about somebody. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, like to care so much about someone. It's just, I don't know, it's just a very lovely thing. So yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's the biggest thing about being brokenhearted or unrequited love. Unless mm-hmm. you're a stalker, please don't stalk people and don't do weird shit. Yeah, don't do but, that. um, but it, to love and not have it returned is also beautiful because to love is a beautiful expression of the human existence to mm. love not just to be loved to mm. love yeah so but you know to actually love not like that thing where you call it love but it's actually deep resentment for not getting what you want or some type yeah. of validation for self should i do my song yes <laughs> okay this is really hard because i really wanted to do chance the rapper I was going to do Sunday Candy or this other one called Lift Up, but I'm not going to. I'm actually going to do, although I do think there's like a lot of parallels with like Motown and that continuation of that tradition in his love songs. Mm. I think he got a lot of flack for being like, no, my my songs are kind of about love sometimes. Like sometimes they're about fighting people who, you know, Mm. need to be fought. But also it's, it's not really... You're not going to limit my experience, my the history of my family in particular. Because he talks a lot about his family, his grandparents. He talks about, especially in Lift Up, you know, he, he's right. really making a call back to Motown, to the 70s. You know, he has this line, new uses for, what does it say? Um, oh, yes. He has this line, make new words for love and old uses for Kodaks. Look through throwbacks like you should grow your throwback. Let's get old together and never go back to a life to a world where we are both cats and he has this line fall in love with your wrinkles you'll never be single i know that you think you'll be loose in this world but it's it, it's like the whole thing is like a throwback right to mm. like i mean kodaks we don't have kodaks anymore that's a camera by the way if anyone's really like, doesn't what? know <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a, <laughs> the kodak camera but he's i think he's really specifically referencing the 70s his parents era or an older era like you should, you know, look through throwbacks like you should grow your throwback. That like obviously that's like a very Motown fro like right. reference. Like you know, and it's it's it to me the song is like just him and the present doing a continuation of that same love tradition, which is both a love language to ancestry and mm-hmm. culture and self and family. And it's just this like deep love story. Anyway, I think he got he gets a lot of flack for being kind of like warm and fuzzy but like we are warm and fuzzy motown is fuzzy it's fuzzy people it's just it's It's just fun r&b fuzzy it's just all feels and you know isaac hayes i stand accused you know anyway Mm. okay um but i was gonna do frank oceans thinking about you because the reason i'm doing that is because i think for our millennial era that song hit everyone in the fucking fields. <laughs> I don't know what happened. 2012, it came out. People lost their goddamn minds. I think everyone suddenly was just like, the, you know when the opening comes out with the violin and it's like, mm-hmm. duh, duh. people, you people are just sitting there like, they could not, no one knew what to do with ourselves. Um, and the song is so unapologetically, so unabashedly about not just love, but like, like like wanting and and not knowing and taking this leap of faith and like and and being like you know this the line is like do you not think so far ahead because i've been thinking for forever you can really just see two lovers like mm. in in a moment of like okay i really feel you but where are you at we are not in sync the rhythm mm. is not on. <laughs> like but what why not you know like i think the other side of this erotic energy it, it, you know it's just it's just this unapologetic knowing of self of mm-hmm. desire of of honesty um anyway i really thought it moved the generations yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> and no, the I... metaphors were great 
and it was queer coded in black music and i think it was revolutionary in that regard i just want to yeah. i do i want to give that flower so yeah yeah um, so i cheated i cheated and i still snuck chance the rapper in there and that's, so i was <laughs> i was like oh she did loki give two different responses for the second song well, I, I love that i love did. that um <laughs> shit we should know i yeah no i absolutely yeah i mean that's a really it's really poignant and like i I'm trying to remember where I was when this song came out. Cause like, I'm like, was I as deeply like, I remember, I don't know, Frank Ocean and I, I just feel like I've never fully dived in to the extent of like my peers, but like, you know, that could like, it's always been love though. I'm like, every time I've like heard him, I'm like, Oh no, this is this. Um, I mean, yeah, I think there's a part of me that's it, like, it'll move you. I'm like, yeah, like if I really sit down and just like, I don't know, just, go to the park and just listen to Frank Ocean. Like, I feel like, I don't know, part of me is like, oh, shit, I might, might be a lot. I'm not, uh, I'm not giving a suggestion, but I am saying if you are high and listening to Frank Ocean, that is a choice you could make that may be illuminating for you. That I, is a suggestion I am saying out loud. Okay, I am hearing that suggestion just sort of like from a distance <laughs> as like a thing that one right. could hypothetically do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think hypothetically that response, like, I think, I don't know. I think that could really track. I think that could be really Mm -hmm. sickening. So, okay, cool. Good to know. Good to know. We'll definitely, we'll, um, yeah, we'll have to connect on um, which albums to start with. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, we'd like to dive deeper for sure. Yeah. Although I will say, I mean, I'll... A lot of music is misogynistic. I know. I just, we have to, it's true. I'm sorry. It's going to come up. We know. Um, We are not focusing on that on this episode because... Because we don't want to today, so right. that's, but it is true. <laughs> that's we really were just what happened there. Not. Yeah, we just didn't no, want that's to. Deep. That's um, but just, okay, so yeah, what's up? I was gonna say yeah. Just even just speaking of that, like finding like even finding the songs, like I would just like go through my playlist and just like I don't know, find different like men artists and like some of them, like oh, this is a bop. Like let me look at the lyrics real quick, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes yeah, you gotta really. <laughs> gotta make a choice you're sitting there yeah. and you're like i gotta make a choice <laughs> if right. i wanna uh yeah <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> okay the show is over um yes. <laughs> the, yeah we're 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 gonna wrap this up but so yes. here's the thing here here is here's the thing we are going on a break yes i know what you're thinking y'all took breaks all summer mm-hmm. <laughs> we did yes we did we have not been we've been unserious this summer you're correct <laughs> And it's not because we don't want to keep doing the show. It's not because we uh, don't like doing it. Although the show might end for real, for real. We're not sure. That's what the break is for. Um, because we just have a lot to think about. <laughs> like We yeah. have a lot to consider. So here is what we can and will promise you. This mm-hmm. is not the last episode because... Mm-hmm. Kingdom of Souls Part Three is is out, and we 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 are going to read it. And we will do it, <laughs> it has so, to be read. <laughs> it has to be read. So that that will the thing about there's there's really two choices here. We don't know, so we can't tell you which direction it's going. Either you will get an epilogue, and it will be Kingdom of Souls. <laughs> We're telling you now, mm-hmm. and that that will be the epilogue. Or this is like a ship and in situation and for more colloquially a time jump. And if that also doesn't make any sense, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, you know, in anime when they jump a couple of years, right. sometimes five and it's a new era, but the, the first version of the show has, has ended. I, I do think the first version of this show has ended with this episode. Um, so you'll either get an epilogue or you'll get a time jump and we yeah. don't know yet. So we can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is, that's real. And, and, you know, it's, I, I don't want to say too much. Cause yeah, to your point, like, you know, we, we don't know where we'll fall, but I mean, regardless, this, this is, a, it's, it's an amazing platform. Y'all are an amazing group. And like, I don't know, we, We'll see where we land, but I think right now, yeah, like certainly taking some time to just kind of like rest and just like reflect a little bit. You know, we've been doing the show for like four years, you know, like it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's a good time to just kind of just, just decide on some next steps. And like we do go into the direction of time jump, Steven Universe as like let's skip into the future. We all have <laughs> new trendy outfits and new secret techniques that like mm-hmm. no one has even mentioned before. Like, 
I'm excited to see what kind of shit we get into. So, yes. But otherwise, I usually I would do my whole, like, send this episode, no context, and then, like, become a song. Like, just say whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> weird shit. But maybe just take, yeah, just take a second to just, like, yeah. you know, listen to some of the songs that we mentioned. And also, like, if I also acknowledge that, like, this is a lot to process and kind of, like, you know, is 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 very sudden. So also, like, you know, if folks have any any thoughts or, or wants to share anything with us. You know, of course, you can connect with us on our different channels. Email is probably the best one. I can hold you these. Oh, I, it's the, really the only one. Yeah, there is no um, <laughs> like Twitter, Instagram are present. Um, but but yeah, but like you know, just just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end the summer short series a little bit early and just give ourselves just us a little time you know um mm-hmm. and and just kind of move from there but i guess like aqua mentioned this is not going to be the last episode but between now mm-hmm. and whenever we, we 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 come back we re-emerge um aqua are there any other things we should leave our listeners with before we head out <laughs> no just until we meet again and we will we will just just remember to stay, stay colorful, colorful.